If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You are now listening to Vigilantes Radio, presented by the only one media group. This is the people's choice for quality interviews, celebrities, and special guests. Hosted by Demetrius Dinny Reynolds. Call in to join the mix at 701-801-9813. For the complete archive of episodes, visit onlyonemediagroup.com and be sure to like us on Facebook at Vigilantes Radio. We welcome all. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, Demetrius Houdini Black Reynolds. Enjoy the show. Yo, what's up, guys? It's Danny Mussolini from Vigilantes Radio. Uh, just super excited about the next phase, the next Avenger that we all get to go on together, right? Yeah, so January the 30th, Mart, the day that we actually did a video cast. That's right, we are moving into the space of video podcasting. And uh, I'm just super excited to share this experience with you, my listeners. And what better way to bring on uh, the host and creators of one of the podcasts that I follow and listen to whenever I get a chance. Uh, they do a phenomenal job, and I'm super proud of this interview with them. Yeah, so thank you guys for rocking out with the kid for these seven years, and I promise you it's going to be an exciting ride for many more years to come. I am super thankful, and I feel like I should send all of you guys like a turkey sandwich in the mail. Wouldn't that be cool, right, to come home and there's a turkey sandwich waiting on you in your mailbox? Now, me personally, I probably wouldn't partake of that, but still, it's a cool idea. Like, yo, this guy really wanted to say thank you and sent me a turkey sandwich. Hmm. Yo, hello and welcome to another incredible episode of Behind the Mind series where we dive into the universe of the people who create these marvelous aspirations. It feels so good to be back with you guys once again. Big ups to my folks who are indigos, crystalline, or the star seeds, and for my vigilantes audience family. And of course, my hooligans, and shout out to my people who are vegetarian 
pescatarian or vegans. We are averaging over 41,000 live listeners and we've been at this for seven solid years. I appreciate all of you guys who have been rocking with the kid on this journey and we are still evolving, baby. It is all because of you, most definitely. We are the people who have dedicated their lives to music, spirituality, business, literature, education, news, art, films and research in every aspect and we want to allow you an opportunity to tell your story man we've had celebrities on our show from grammy award winning artists nominees to actors comedians ceos technology revolutionaries educators visual artists from authors to professors and vampires or people think they're vampires it doesn't matter who you are or where you come from come on our show and chat with Dini. so check it out to book an interview or to appear on my other show skeptics email me at v radio at only one media group.com that's v as in victor or you can email me at chat with Dini at only one media group.com we hope to get the stories behind these unique people and give them a chance to tell their truth to us and the universe that's vigilante's radio purpose you know the number to dial 701-801-9813 share that number with your buddy right now and tell them to tune in to connect with us or our guests or you can hop in the mix directly from my website onlyonemediagroup.com right from the homepage you can slap that go live button and you'll be right here live in the midst and in a chat room with all of us so feel free to shoot over some questions to ask our guests while they are here but only as time permits sometimes my guests and I talk entirely too much and as always all episodes are available for free download you can grab it from either spricker.com forward slash only one media group iHeart Radio, Spotify, iTunes, Castbox, Player FM, YouTube, or any app from the Google Play or iTunes Store or over at our website. I've conducted over 1,000 interviews and counting. Welcome, welcome. I really don't know how to start this thing off uh, other than my normal intro, but uh, welcome to the show. Very first video cast featuring the cast of Beyond Harmony. And uh, just to start things off, guys, tell us a little history. I know you guys got kicked off in uh, 2015, right? Want to take it easy? Um, I'm trying to think if it's the if it's the date. Is that is that it? We, so we started we started a little early. I forget when we actually kicked off like the first official episode, but we started pretty early. Um, it must have been around like 2015 is when we put the idea together and we put the idea together it was just like john and i were like hey we're talking about bone all the time like privately like just in messages just just for you know fun this is the conversations we're having and john kept saying we you know we should record these people people would like to listen to this and i just want to throw in there it's the classic you run into guys they have conversations with each other and like man if we just did a podcast of our conversations i think other yeah. people would enjoy hearing it additionally we've seen a long term of bone fandom and we wanted to create a whole new community and like a new way of doing it so yeah we had been talking about it at least since 2015 but we started to put it into motion in 2017 Cecil was kind of delaying on me. And then once I did the trip out to California with Brother Clay, met up with Excel Beats, 
that's when and, and I came home with the interview with Busybone and with Excel and had our Beyond the Harmony logo that we just been sitting on. I think since that's what it was, vision. bro. Yeah, you fucking. It wasn't even you saw. I saw the vision. It was that I came up with this thing and I just wasn't ready. And then John's like, "Well, I'm a, I'm gonna do some videos using this shit. So you're gonna have to get down and lay down." And I was like, right, "I guess I'm gonna have to start this Beyond the Harmony shit." Yeah, yeah I, I think it was the logo, right? When you seen the logo in the video, you're like, Johnny Boy Jack, my logo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it all kicked off because I was reading Faces of Death one day and I saw K Chill's name. And I was and, and the way that the credits read about K Chill, I was like, Johnny, there's something more to the story here. And and I wanna know. You know what I mean? I wanna know what, what connection this guy has. And uh, I found him in like 2015, and then you know all that time went that I kind of just screwed off. Yeah, and, we had been uh, talking to Kate Chill like on private message for about two years, and it, it got to the point where I felt like we were leading him on, like, man, we, we got to get this interview show going because we've been talking to him about doing it for two years, and then finally we were able to put it together. Also, uh, I hadn't, I had known at the time Cecil at the time in 2015 Cecil for about 16 years. But I didn't realize how phenomenal he is at researching. Like I knew he knew how to look stuff up, but I didn't know how in depth his his sleuthing and research ability to find Kachil and to, how he could just take one piece of information and then extrapolate that into a gazillion other things. Like you think you know a guy, and then you see that, and you're like, he's even more amazing than I thought he was. So that was definitely a cool thing to discover. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you guys have been like super resourceful when it comes to information and uh, providing insight on things that I didn't even I didn't even know. Uh, and that's one of the things that I definitely admire about the show. So I know a lot of people want to know, put faces to everyone who's behind like Beyond Harmony. But for some reason, Cecil, you've been anonymous throughout this whole process is there a reason for that yeah yeah um I, at the beginning and, and before cecil gives his answer i want to point out I get kicked that, out that cecil has always been rocking masks and being anonymous so it's not like this was just a beyond the harmony thing this has kind of been his thing for at least at least a decade, at least since 2011, at least since 2008. Oh, wow. Do, do, a, do a check, Mike. You were, you were just kind of like turning yeah. into a robot sound. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought I was probably choppy, so I was waiting for it to come out. You're good now. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure what's going on. The, we the weather's kind of wild here right now, so hopefully it's good. Um, yeah, so at the beginning, uh, you know, I was just like... I, I didn't want to do everything for my personal account because I realized how many like different people I was going to have to reach out to and, and the, the different accounts I was going to have to work with. Uh, so I made a, another account to, to start doing that. Um, and then a, as we went further down the, the road of, of doing this, you know, I realized that we were shredding some very serious waters in, in, in some situations and that you know some of the questions could could bring trouble and, and it's funny because it always comes up you know well, what about John well, John's like 
John's like uh, the the guy on the couch at the at the late night show, right? So you're not gonna be mad at the the guy on the couch that's that's just riding with Leno. Yeah. Leno invited you. If Leno does something, you you mad at Leno, not the not the guy on the couch. So it's like, you know, we we knew that we were treading some some serious waters, and and uh, eventually I did receive some some pretty serious shit my way for some of the interviews that we did and some of the questions that we've asked and uh you know it 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 just seems like the right thing to do because nobody wants all that smoke over over a hip-hop podcast yeah yeah i get it i get it you know it it, it's it's just the smart thing to do and I, i will say this too like i you know who gives the fuck about me and John, really? Like, uh, you know, it's the, it's all about the guest, and I've always thought that me and John being any kind of focal point was would would take away from things as well. E- even tonight, we were very like uh, dicey on if we should, you know, visually do anything or not, um, and and that had nothing to even do with the the identity piece, but more just, you know, it, it takes away from the mystique. You know, a little bit when when it starts to become about John and I versus like our guests. I got you, but also you guys are doing a great deal to the community of Bone Thug fans, affiliates. Uh, some of them have been able to tell their story um, because the stories have been pressed or suppressed, which is a better word, uh, for so long that you guys are providing them a voice to tell their side of the story. And yeah, a few people may not like the story, but it's their story. I believe it's their right to tell that story. And you guys are brave even taking that adventure with them. So I think you guys are super important to the narrative of the whole Bone universe, um, if that's a thing. But yeah, yeah. Um, but also, also Cecil and Jonathan, um, what kind of questions are you asking your guests that may or may not get you guys in trouble or them in trouble. Me? You want me to do <laughs> I'm like, I don't yeah. know what John wants to do. I'm I'm down to do whatever. I, I overtalk John, so I've been waiting for John to to do whatever. But uh you know it, it here's what's funny about what we do. I don't think we ever we never write interviews with malicious intent, meaning we never go about it in a TMZ or Vlad type way where we're going into this for you know the quote-unquote goods now what happens is as you just naturally go through somebody's story uh the unfortunate thing is if something bad happened as you go through their story naturally you're you're gonna get there uh to that piece and and i think what ends up happening is if we talk to somebody that was a mo thug um most of the time you hear that those things didn't end well so just naturally we go through you know their story and we end at here's where the fucking problem was and i will say and 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 this is no fault to anybody in in bone or anything like that um nobody wants to look like an asshole so you got these two guys that are all of a sudden doing these interviews with these ex-affiliates and if somebody is perceived as upset at, at Bone, now you got these two guys that are that are just promoting these people that are, you know, shitting on Bone, which it couldn't be further from that, the, the intent. The intent is if 10 of us are in a room 25 years ago 
and we all were at this this event together the the perception of all 10 people is going to be different especially over 25 years and you may have missed something important that happened if you're person number one and not person number eight so we were like hey we just want to do this because we want to know the rest of it and not just like the artists like you see we've we we've done the the art we love the the cover artists so we've done a bunch of cover artist people um producers just you know I, I would interview the the merch guy if somebody did merch for him for 20 years on the fucking bus i would i would interview them you know so it's like unfortunately some shit's come up that that people are upset about but it's like we're not going in there for it in fact i there's a hundred percent shit that we pass on all the time with guests and, um, and also as talking about the questions we didn't we saw that most interviews bone was getting asked the same old questions bus tickets did you shoot wishbone in the leg all that so we wanted to kind of change the type of interview and a lot of things that we did we hope that others would kind of see what we're doing and then like more established people that had more connections with bone and to do it more professionally we were hoping that maybe some cues may have been taken from beyond the harmony and could then be used on a larger scale uh, just so that we could get better interviews and better better information and just kind of drive it along instead of getting inundated with the same exact scenario over and over again. And yeah, uh, and, yeah and finding Kate Chill and finding all these other guys. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You can see how the story has gotten much larger, much richer, and much more appreciative. And to find that, to know that it's not just the guys you see. I mean, you see Bone, but it takes a team to make a product successful. And we just, we wanted some of the unsung heroes because we've been unsung heroes along the way in our journeys, but we've also been the heroes and we've known how some people kind of get left out of stories sometimes. So we want to make sure that those stories could get told and I don't know who said it, but this is probably like the best compliment we ever got. Somebody said that we're like the griots to tell to the, the griot is, is, is the person that keeps the story. Was it you skin and bones? Yeah. Yeah. And that we, 
that we're collecting the stories for the future. And a thing in season one I used to tell Cecil is that, you know, we have to think long term here, like beyond our lives. These interviews are going to live on after us. There'll be people long after our lives and Bone Thugs and Harmony's lives and Mo Thugs' lives that are going to look at these videos as artifacts to gather information to understand what the times were. And so instead of just having one-way bus ticket stories, now we have like someone could write a, a chronicle, like a, a saga, an encyclopedia of multiple volumes of the storyline. Should it retain its value over time? So that's what we wanted to do. Absolutely. You guys are doing such an awesome job uh, with that. Um, speaking of skin and bones, um, in, in his first interview, he was giving you guys all kind of facts about uh, things that happened within the seventh sign. And you guys call him like the historian uh, or the archive holder, something to that sort of seventh sign and, you know, history. And those kind of stories become important to people like Skin and Bones, like myself, like AC Killer, who come after all the uh, the flashing lights, the Motha 1, 2, things like that, who didn't get a chance to go on those worldwide tours um, and things of that nature, but we were still in the midst of all the real stuff that's happening that you don't get to read in the magazine. So I think yeah. what you guys do are super important. Um, it's even in the framework of documentary documentaries and biopics. And I want to see what you guys have in store for the future, but I know a lot of goes into what you guys do. So tell us like firsthand how much of your actual time gets sucked into this. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It, some, some days, some weeks beyond the harmony ruins my life. I, I, wow. I live a real life outside of this. Uh, you know, Houdini Black actually knows me from from way back. I, I I do tour management. I do show management. I do show promotion. Uh, when we're not in COVID, I spend a lot of time in a van with fucking rappers, not taking showers for days, traveling place to place, taking care of shows. I've been a performer, so it's like I live a very busy life. And when we took this on, it was like it's gonna be no fucking problem. We'll just talk for a little bit, and then we'll throw that motherfucker up with a picture and call it love and now uh you know too too many hours and and i'll say this about it. it john and i really love it sometimes people like ask what the intent is and i'm like the intent is we just like doing what we're doing because the there's there's definitely not a lot of pain in, that comes out of you know doing a, a bone thug culture podcast you know in, in terms of like the monetization and stuff like that um it's it's completely done out of we love the story we love the expansion of the story um we we like exactly what you just said which is you know the the early affiliate years are the ones that are normally revered by fans but there's this entire very lengthy roster that happened after that at times we're like well, what the fuck or did the fans like not consider these real mo thugs or these real seventh sign because they happened years after i'm like if the, if the motherfuckers put a chain on your neck or or they said they were you were in the crew that that's it so i'm like we need to do better about 
making this a real thing in fans' eyes because unfortunately there isn't that big uh, seven sign compilation in 97 that solidifies seven sign or there isn't a big Mothugs compilation in the last five years that solidifies a bunch of these Harmony House guys. And I'm like, this is fucking crazy that it's like this. So I think that our interviews started to like, oh wow, this is real. Um, you know, and, and so because we started doing that and the, the bigger the picture got, we, we were getting out after one season, okay? Because it was taking up so much time. And the more we got into it, it was like, every time we talked about, we're gonna probably wrap it up. It was like, dude, we owe it to blah, 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 and blah, to make sure we at least interview them as well. Um, especially if like an affiliate reaches out to us. It's one thing when we reach out to them and we make it happen, but when somebody reaches out to us, it's like, well, dude, they, they took the time to reach out. So a lot of time goes in. Uh, every time we do an interview, we spend probably a week researching writing questions um just being extra over familiar uh then the interview itself an hour to if you're romeo antonio eight hours um <laughs> that's right yeah it's yeah. you know and then there's the editing the, you know so it's like it, it's a lot how much how much time john if you, if you were guessing to do a week of beyond the harmony well okay so let's give a, let's give a scenario here that is close to home so skin and bones when we were preparing for the skin and bones interview first you know i was like all right cecil told me about skin and bones i saw i had to get it in i had to get the money then i fall in love with the video and i'm watching it that for like all day and then and then I'm, I'm like all right we're gonna do skin and bones i want to make sure we're prepped for this guy so because it i could just tell from that video i was like this guy is he's got to have a depth to his mind so then I started listening to like one of his albums and then I'm like, all right, so then another one and then another one. And he had like, like eight albums. I think it was, there was so many albums and I had to make sure I heard them all because Cecil was going through a situation with his family, like his father died. So I figured there's a chance that it might just be me and skin and bones doing that interview. And, and that's what happened. And I wanted to make sure I was supremely prepared so that skin and bones interview went well. And thankfully, in that situation, Skin and Bones pretty much helped me in and kept the whole interview going. But I had like 60 questions on my list. Uh, I think we only got through like 10 of them. But there was <laughs> yeah. just so many. So like with somebody with a discography that I hadn't been listening to for 20 years to show respect to the artist, I got to make sure that I've consumed it all. And to give an idea, when we were building up towards the Demiza interview, uh, Demiza has a book. So, and it's like 400 pages. I had like a week to read it. It was easy though, because I don't know if you guys have heard the Demiza or ever read the Demiza book, but you know that once you read page one, you can't stop. You got to get to the end of it. But so reading an entire book in a week, in addition to working a full-time job, I work in information technology. I'm also a husband. I also have hobbies. I also try to stay in shape. Everything that everybody else does, everybody has a life. I'm just not sitting around doing nothing, but it's, it's also we would be doing this anyway i definitely think people think that bro is like we're just two bone nerds that don't do anything all day except for bone and i wish i wish i could do nothing but this all day it's like we do this and compounded with like the other billion things you just heard 
Um, I, I literally like I, we were on our way to the recording studio in an, in another state, and I'm on the laptop editing Beyond the Harmony in the car on my way there. It's just like every second I can to to squeeze the fuck in. Yeah, and and whatever that week is, I'll replace my. I, I do like a morning walk and an evening walk, and I'll just be consuming the music of whoever it is we're getting into. Or if it's now when it's the artist, I kind of let Cecil just handle that one because Cecil's the artist. So when we're talking to Kyra Wolf, I don't really have much to, much input because I don't know the intricacies of artwork the way Cecil does. But I do in, enjoy being the fly on the wall for those interviews, and um, so I don't have much preparation for those. I- I just want to say too, John had mentioned having to do uh, Skin and Bones uh, himself, and I did our Bobby Jones interview ourselves. That's the only; those are the only two interviews that John or I had to do solo. Uh, and and I think I think the day he did Skin and Bones the, the, was the day my dad went in the hospital. And even through we we've never missed a Thursday when we're in a season. Uh, I was in the middle of, oh, okay. I was in the middle of throwing a, a three-day festival in, and my dad uh, passed away. And we never missed an episode. We never missed a Thursday. Uh, we hit every one of them. Those are the only two that John and I, John had to like, got called into work for Bobby Jones and, and my dad was in the hospital for skin and bones. And we still, we didn't miss shit. We, when we take on a season, we've, we've never, ever, ever missed it. Because Phoenix Rising says in the theme, every Thursday, so join us. So we've never dropped the fucking ball ever in three years. Hats off to you guys, for real, for real. Let me just say that, you know, each, it's, it's, it's a funny thing that happens, like each interview, at least for me, I'm always like nervous building up to it because we never know what to expect. But then yeah. like at the end yeah. of every interview, like once the, the the thing stops recording, I think Cecil and I talk to each other for like an hour, just like saying, man, that was like the best interview ever. Or yeah. man, we learned so much or man, that person was so awesome. That person was so cool. So it's like each one, there's it's, such it's a reward. U- at it's the usually end. the person. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's usually the person though. Like, it's always cool when we hear like some cool bone shit that we didn't know. You get this cool piece of the story. That's always cool. But I would say eight out of ten times we walk away like, like with a new appreciation for that person that you just don't get knowing them as a, you know, as a as a rapper who you saw in some videos or whatever. You just you don't get that connection that you get by sitting and and kicking shit with somebody for you know a couple hours. And, uh, you know, guys like, um, fuck, Demizzo was awesome at, you know, after talking to him for so long. Diego Black was awesome. Um, Kyra Wolf was like a game changer for John and I. Me, Kyra Wolf, and John ended up, you know, together at a, a music festival for three days, uh, hanging out, all because of Beyond the Harmony. So it's like some of these are literally uh, life changing for John and I as well. Man, that's what's up. Uh, so, given all the hours that you guys are putting into it, why so much? I won't say so much, but I, I see it every now and then. It's almost a half and half thing. But black from the fans at home, um, they're either on board or they're not on board. 
and uh, even some Bone members have had some issues with the Young Harmony. Um, but despite all that, you guys are still going. And then I finally saw that you were pulling the plug on season four. I was like, wait, I need to talk to these guys and get get a little science behind why this machine works so well. So uh, I said all of that to say that um, given the response from fans, whether it's good or bad, um, well, why, why do you think, why do you guys think that the fans are iffy? And I know Bone fans are the most fickle people on the planet and that's not because of them because of letdowns from bone letdowns from i don't know life in general can't really speak on that but from your take what is it about these bone fans well some bone fans only want to hear bone talk okay or they some bone fans just want to hear bone talk that's it okay so like they're just like Get, get fucking crazy bone i'm like bro we would interview crazy bone crazy bone doesn't want to come on the fucking show bro okay <laughs> like you go tell crazy bone to come on the show it's it's a bone thug podcast okay so seven days a week any member of bone could hit the dm and say i want to come on there and do whatever the fuck they want promote this new album promote a movie talk about this i don't give a fuck what they want to do it's it's completely theirs but it's ours. And what I mean by it's ours is I don't give a fuck about hearing those same stories. Okay. So I want to do these other things. And some, some of the fans just don't, you know, they don't get that. They're like, I don't care. I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, I, I mean, I can give you a couple examples. Skin and Bones is an example of some fans not understand why we'd interview Skin and Bones. Freaky G is an example of why we would, why the fuck would you guys interview Freaky G? Um, Shudder from The Life, why would you interview Shudder? He's on one fucking song. Because the amount of songs doesn't equate the amount of time or the, the, the length of story. Fans like seem to drop the ball on the fact that hundreds and hundreds of songs get recorded out of those hundreds it gets narrowed down to these 10 that you hear and just because one of these guys had one verse on one song you don't realize they might have had 20 other songs that didn't get picked so the amount of time by fans seems to be picked by how many songs they have which is is a, it's a weird way to gauge it okay so we get some backlash because i think that some of the people that we interview are perceived as not i don't know the biggest piece of the the puzzle i guess or, or whatever the fuck it is or blaze you know stuff like that yeah so i you know i i think that we get heat from some of the fans because they they just don't understand some of the guests that we pick but we're always just like well this is who i want to talk to you ain't gotta you ain't gotta push play motherfucker you even gotta be over here and subscribe just go just go YouTube Bone Thugs bus story and push play and you're gonna be you're gonna be happy. Um, you know, so I, I think that's why. As far as the plug pulling on the four, it's it's not like a pull the plug on the show. I'll let I'll let John explain kinda 
moving away from Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. From the seasons and shit. Oh, John, you got no mic. My bad, mic my bad. Here we big. go. So the, <laughs> to understand the seasons, you ha- you'd have to understand Cecil West. Cecil can't just do something uh, nonchalantly or as a hobby or as just a fun thing. Hey, you know what? Let's let's interview somebody today. Cecil is a hundred thousand miles an hour, full steam ahead, and so he can't just do something halfway. I wanted to do stuff halfway, like hey, every now and then let's do it. Not Cecil. It's gotta be. It's like if you ever heard how the South Park guys uh, do their show, they do, they write, record, produce the episode in a week. And they do that so that everybody is, you know, forced into adrenaline to do their best thinking possible, the best, the best writing possible. So to do it on Cecil West speed, we can't do any more than eight weeks. We're, we're going to die. And that's why we're burnt out at the end of the season. <laughs> because, <Yeah. laughs> because if Cecil West speed means we're, we're going, everybody has like a normal speed. And then it's like this every yeah. day, all day. And, and that's why we have shorter seasons because we get burnt out. Like we get, we call it boned out. We're just boned out. Um, that's that. Also, as far as people like having beef with the show or whatever, or the types of guests that we have, if they actually sit down to listen to our episodes, you know, and actually listen, they're going to walk away. There hasn't been a single episode that we've done where we thought, all right, that was just a waste of, of an hour. Everybody's right. provided some kind of new piece of the puzzle but also just an insight for instance skin and bones when we talked to him and 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 even leading up to all the research i did i saw that there was a hierarchy to seven sign and then all these like aspects to the whole entire regime that you know you might have heard busy bones say it but then when you hear it echoed by skin and bones it's like wow there is like this is a deep thing so everybody we've interviewed, there's been a message. If, if anybody sits down and listens, they're going to walk away. And then there's also most people just want to hear music, the bone songs. So I think if we had, yeah. but we don't want to like get hit by the YouTube censors of any kind of copyrights. So if, if I think we threw bone music in every five minutes, I think there'd be a, you know, bone fans would be happier <laughs> with it, but we just don't have 
I mean, we have the rights to some Bone songs, but not all, you know, that's like three maybe. So I think that's that. Uh, now, what's the question though, I don't think I answered. I, I, well, as far as season like four, I, you know, we're undecided if there'll be a quote unquote official season four because like you said, the speed that we have to do this for it to be a season, we absolutely, we, we don't miss a Thursday. In fact, this current season, season three, we've been dropping content every single day, seven days a week some sort of content drops without missing and you know it'd be good for us if we could be not doing something for you know three weeks and then if a great interview pops up we just do it and we put it out that that next thursday without having to feel like now we got to fill seven thursdays after that um so it, it just comes down to we want to be able to do the show at our pace instead of okay we're in season four it's, it's fucking game time um it, because we've we've actually passed on some great interviews because we've been in one of those quote-unquote boned out times where i'm like yeah bro we could interview whoever but i'm just i'm not <laughs> i'm not trying to be in the middle of a fucking in the middle of a season and john's like yeah let's not let's not do that so when we get out of this season i think it's about going into what we call the off season uh assessing for for us every every time we go into a season it's like okay well what's what's the goal what's the goal of this season and uh i think when we come out of this one it's like it'll come down to what's left what do we want to know and can we do that at a you know as we want pace which yeah. i think now after three seasons and three years like we can we could do a you know interviews at our you know at our leisure i think yeah and with season one we had we really wanted to know all we could find out about faces of death right mm -hmm. and we got there we had so many different interviews we, we learned more about faces of death than we thought we could even know it's ridiculous and, and then it, it was like a, a, a russian doll because once we started learning about phases of death we started finding out that there was even more about it so it gets to a point where you're like all right how, how deep do you want to go and then i don't know we did have a goal for season two and and we ended up having to cut it short i think you had a a tour i was going up. crazy no yeah. fucking way i was just going nuts i was like i can't i can't uh season one was so long because we didn't know what a season was we were just doing it every thursday phoenix rising just every thursday so join us so we just did it every thursday for i don't even know how long it was almost 30 episodes or something right in the for, or 20 episodes in the first season yeah, or something it, it, it was it was a lot and then in the off seasons are when like i get to do what i wanted to do i just it started off with me just making little bone pieces on my own channel and then we migrated them over but in the off season i still you know things will come up i'll get inspired and then I'll, I'll make those just to keep the channel going till the next time cecil has you know a period of time where we can bone out and overdose on bone till we're boned out pod oh. on bone so houdini black i'll give you this too i'll give you an example of why some bone fans fucking hate us did you see the final product of my thugs cry decoding video yeah 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 i watched it yeah okay that's psychotic psycho bone stan fan level fucking mania okay and that type of video will make somebody that's taken life too serious 
hate your guts <laughs> because they're taking everything so serious that it's like i'm like bro just have a little fun okay like i'm not saying everything that i said was the bible i'm saying that you know it's a fan theory which i, I enjoy like if you go onto youtube and you look up like uh movie fan theories there's some great fan theories out there i don't think they're all true i think somebody took the time to think about this and it's entertaining and some of the shit and thugs cry was true some of it i think was just like an entertainment you know fun kind of thing to do but again we're not playing with a movie we're playing with like a real guy who made a real video that was real serious so some fans are just like extra sensitive of it which is understandable uh and they freak out we do a question of the week and every week we come up with a new question and it's usually like a pick this or this or you know what's better this or this and some fans are like nothing's better every bone song that's ever came out is is a a plus five mic and because i'm willing to say hey bro uh roller coaster isn't as good as the crossroads i'm a fucking asshole fan um so it's it's just the the opinionated and and you know i just group fans into different groups which are some are every song is the best song that's ever happened and some are hey i got a, a standard because this is the greatest rap group of all time and if i say that vegas is as good as fucking first of the month then we're lowering the bar as as fans and not giving respect to, to great songs so it's like it's the different groupings of fans and and when the wrong group crosses over into beyond the harmony videos you just uh you see the clash they don't, and, and they don't like to, the extras and to demonstrate that you know our in, our intentions are noble is that when you sort all the questions of the week by or questions of the day questions of the week by oh, uh, by view count am i not no yeah you're here so yeah if you sort the questions of the week by like view count the ones that have like negative titles all are at the top so we're sitting there analyzing the data saying are they listening to it just to see if we said anything bad or is it because they feel the same way because we try to if we're talking anything negative we try to make it something that the majority of the fans actually agree on to just kind of hash it out or it's or it's just getting something off our chest but it's never like really malicious it's really just to, to do fandom and also another another part of the show is that it we intended it to be like by fans for fans and so to, to discuss fan culture in a video form or in an audio form in a youtube form so on like four rums that are just text Fans just kind of everybody's a keyboard warrior, and they could say they could slander Bone all they want, or say that they hate an album, or they like an album, or they could say how much they like something. But it's kind of anonymous, and it's just on a form. We just wanted to take the Bone board, uh, the forum per se, and then bring it to a different platform. And when I say platform, I mean a different kind of media. So basically, that text world brought into audio visual. And, and and for the fans by the fans for fan discussion yeah so, so i think yeah. a, 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 and that's why we had that disclaimer at the beginning was to say like we don't represent bone thugs and harmony we're just two guys that love no to shit. talk bone we don't thugs. know shit yeah yeah so, so we just we don't, don't talk bone shit. And, that's like, all we're doing we're just having a uh a, a 
a talk show about bone, a topic that if we weren't doing it on YouTube, we'd still be doing this on our phone. Like we talk on it. We have an app where we just, we, we, if we're thinking bone stuff, we just share, we've been sharing these ideas for 20 plus years and we just figured, Hey, let's, let's put it together for other people. Cause I think some of our insights yeah. on bone stuff is unique. And so we're always trying to, both Cecil and I are from the era of hip hop when originality mattered. And so like a lot of the things I say, I try to never say the things that have been said before and the bone stuff we say or the things we come up with now. Okay. Occasionally we do normal things like, Hey, what's your favorite bone album? But when we do that, even if I kind of like just offer something simple, it's never good enough for Cecil. So Cecil's going to take whatever simple thing I said, and then like add three layers of depth to it and create a five paragraph essay. So that's what we're trying to do is also train. And another part of at least what I do is I'm always, I'm like a habitual teacher and a challenger. So I'm always trying to get a topic that seems like it's just a normal topic like bone, but how can we, how can we expand on this and then make it go into a deeper topic to gain some kind of philosophical understanding about our lives, simply to just look at something you've always looked at the same way and just kind of alter perspective a little bit, just to add a new thing, just to introduce new ideas into your mind. So that's kind of, if you want to know like the insight, at least of what makes me tick, it's to always take the known and expand on it and to get you to go somewhere that you, you needed somebody like me in your life to just say, Hey, look at it from this angle. And then it's kind of like making a brain fertile for further growth. Well, what about content? Because we already, we all know that content is key. Content is the value. Um, I've seen people take from your show without giving credit. It happened the other day, as a matter of fact. Um, so dumb. How do you guys address these type of issues when people are taking your hard work? You guys spend so much time on, on these things and they just take your work and don't credit the source. I usually have a temper tantrum online and fucking bark and yell a bunch and bitch and bitch at John about how I ain't gonna do shit and motherfuckers can suck my dick and I'm done with the shit. And John will be like, hey, bro, like, it's the internet. It's the internet, dog. It's the fucking internet. Yeah. Nobody, nobody, nobody props nobody, okay? And, uh, you know, I every time it happens, the first, like, couple hours, I'm just piss the fuck off i'm like i work too hard to not be getting my props lazy bones always piss we ain't getting my fucking peas i'm like me and lazy only only alberna understands how the fuck i feel right now and uh you know it takes a couple hours and then jo johnny and me are yin and yang in case you can't see like we we go places together and this is really what it looks like and uh you know he's the yin to the yang because he's just like hey bro no matter what, you you the one that figured out that notorious thugs picture, nobody else. So who who cares? Once motherfuckers learn it, you think five years from now someone's gonna tell somebody who's in it and go, oh yeah, Cecil West figured that out. He's like, it becomes knowledge. People just people just learn the knowledge. They're not gonna credit the source of the knowledge for the rest of the, you know your life. And uh, you know, so it happens. But me and John handle it very differently. John loves when they be stealing our shit. Yeah. <laughs> If, if anybody's looking for like well he's not even a manager anymore but Cecil protects his artists Cecil protects his work he's very protective and it's very commendable for him um, in ways I'm too giving so like when I, I'm flattered that that happens right yeah. I mean I it, it would be nice that it, the, the source would be credited 
but I understand how the internet is. And for me, life is about creation and shaping the world in my image. So there's many times over 25 years of me being on the internet where I've presented information to the internet that was new. And over time, people forget who made it or at times I might've done it anonymously. So, but it creates seeds that then spawn first a tree and then a forest. And before you know it, 10 years down the road, the world is thinking like John Lithium. And now that the world does kind of think along my lines, I'm happy. I'm in the world that I created, but 10, 20 years ago, the way I thought was not really acceptable. So I, I had to give, but those were my seeds. And now I live in a world where it's like, hey, I created an aspect. And I'm not talking when I say this, I don't mean beyond the harmony. I mean, there's a lot of other projects I've worked on and I didn't get, whether I got credit or didn't get credit or lost the credit over time, I still received the reward of living in a world that was partially influenced by my efforts. So that's the end. Not only that, you know, as as the griots, we we have to give of ourselves. And Beyond the Harmony has always been, in my opinion, always been for the people anyway, for the fans. And I've always thought that I've seen with when I've offered a lot of my work for free, I then have received sales, a lot more sales than I was getting when I was just trying to hoard it all or, or be scarce with it all. And then once I would give, the more you give, the more you receive. And it sounds like a cliche, but I've been parting away with my material possessions for 20 years and I keep getting more and more the more I give away. So I think, you know, for Cecil to be upset when we, because we didn't really give that, it was kind of taken, right? So taking something and giving something are two different things. But at the same time, that guy's reach was bigger than ours. And that, that that's just the most recent thing. If somebody with a larger reach passes our stuff around, in my opinion, at this stage, because we're not huge, it's actually a benefit in my perspective. But I don't speak fuck, for Cecil. Fuck, right. them. Yeah. fuck them. Fuck <laughs> them. Fuck them. Exactly. And this, hey, this dichotomy tell you is what makes this work. It, it, it's just not hard to go at beyond the harmony before you steal my shit <laughs> it's just, like it, it it goes from you stealing it to you sharing it with a just at beyond the harmony and yeah. and it's all good and this is why the credit thing's really important it's not because i need the world to kiss my ass that i'm this big this big bone fucking stand that's figured out the shit it's not about that it's about that the the growth of the channel and the amount of plays that you see on some of the content don't equate some of these videos should be way way bigger than they are uh the notorious thugs one is the one that we're all talking about right now where they took the fucking picture now the video is like at like a thousand plays and for what the content is and what the subject is and knowing how youtube and bone fans work that that video should be skyrocketing yeah. so the reason why not getting the the props pisses me off is is not because i need a bunch of people to to kiss cecil west's ass it's more that i want to see the channel be a bigger success so that there's more reason for john and i to 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 want to do it because right now it's like it's all love and and it's always going to be all love but it's like if there was just a little bit of equation on the other side it wouldn't just be, I guess, out of just love and just collecting. I'm a collector, 
Okay, you saw I was flexing all my little fucking, my little CDs and, and shit. And that was the show that I'm a collector. So part of the show is I'm a collector. And John sometimes has to check me. He's like, you're getting that collector-itis, bro. You're getting all these interviews right now. You lining up a lot of interviews. Are you, are you doing them for the show? You, you doing them to collect? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I'm, maybe we shouldn't talk to the guy that used to drive crazy bone around for only three months. I don't know, you know? So, uh, you know, it, it's just... Um, you know what else yeah. it is too? It's like Star Trek conventions, right? So or Star Wars conventions. They ask the actors like, like "Oh, in in season four, episode thirteen, the guy that was in the background of scene seven, you know, they want to know about that person." And so, like when we had Jason Bibb on, he he made just the Grim Reaper of Faces of Death. That's it. And, and that is tremendous. But he had a great story, and he was a great yeah. guy. Yeah. So like, and who that's the fuck the is interviewing that guy ever? As far as that piece of his life, like, he was so blown away that someone reached out and were like, "Hey, I don't know if this is weird or not, but did you draw the Grim Reaper on the front of the original Bone Thugs and Harmony album called Bone Enterprise Faces of Death?" And he's like, "Yeah, I did." And I was like, "Do you want to come on my show and be interviewed?" And he's like, "Wow." I never thought this would happen in my life that someone would want to interview me over this fucking Grim Reaper. 20 um, plus years later, 25, almost yeah. 30 years later. And, and, and some of those are my favorite interviews right there. Yeah, and, and like something like that also, to to a, a viewer that have, that observed it and thought about it, I, I'd hope that they'd walk away with a bigger appreciation of even the little nuances that go into making a cover. So, you know, Jason Bibb made that Grim Reaper. Now, some people thought it was kind of cheesy, and other people think it's iconic. Yeah. But there's a guy behind that, and and without that Grim Reaper, no matter how you think about that Grim Reaper, it's the, it's one of the most memorable aspects of that album cover. And that's that's what I, I, I want. I I know people that just kind of see what's directly in front of them, and not even the detail. And sometimes I've noticed that when you just provide a perspective and say, hey, there's a Grim Reaper there. It's got some chili peppers in its eyes. And somebody made that. It just kind of alters perspective. And then you begin but, to but appreciate check. little pieces but, of everything else. But bigger than that, though, is that, okay, here is the he, Jason Bibbs, the perfect example of the show. Okay, Houdini, this is the perfect example of what I'm talking about. Half the fans are going to care about what I'm about to tell you and half won't. And this is the deciding factor. In Jason's story, we just posted what we call a Mo Monday, which is basically a small clip from one of our interviews. We post them on Mo Monday. It's like it's like the highlight reel from interviews. And one of them we just posted was Jason Bibb talking about how Lazy Bone got his very first copy of Bases of Death. And the long and the short of the story is, is that Jason got his first copy. He came out of the record store that they're all in. Lazy's getting ready to go in the record store, sees him with a copy. He's like, yo, is that is that it? They talk. He's like, yo, let me get this one. And and takes Jason's Jason's copy. Okay. So so Lazy's very first copy of their very first album, okay, he basically got from the guy that that drew it. Uh and now most, I'm not gonna say most, I'm gonna say half the fans are just gonna be, who gives a fuck who gave Lazy Bone his first copy? Who gives a fuck? But the other half is like, yo, that's really cool to find out how Lazy Bone got his first copy. And I think a story like that is the difference between being a Beyond the Harmony listener and just like, your, you know, the standard 
Bone Thugs and Harmony fan. Um, because those little stories like that are the things that John and I really love. Those, li those little cool shits are the shit that we really love. So, you know, that's I, I know we're kind of beating it to death about the, the difference in the show, but it's like some people just don't understand what it's about. They're like, I get this, this comment kills me. Why don't you just ask Bone? I don't <laughs> stop, stop asking this motherfucker and just ask Bone. I'm like, oh shit, what a good idea. Let me just, let me just pause the channel real quick and call Lazy up right now. But then also there's other times where fans have offered us great information or even sent mm -hmm. us amazing things that led us along the oh, way. Yeah. Like Frank uh, 216 DNA level C, is that his name? Uh, Frank yeah. sent us this package that he had of cassettes that he had never opened, and one of them was Draybone. Was it Draybone? And, it's, and I was just reading the cover like live, and I discovered there was a plans for a Bone Enterprise Sons of the Sons of Assassins, and it's like holy cow, this was under our noses for like 25 years, which that's what led to the Diego Black interview. Yeah, and he sent you that cassette there too right so yeah. so frank had a special version because you know cecil collects every every release of faces of death cecil has i think except one right there's like 193 version you don't have or do you have no, i got them all i got them all now bro okay so, so he's got every version now most people think there's just one version there's not there's like a 93 a 95 a 95 reprint and then the lazy bone version harmony house and a couple other versions and all these crazy tapes and frank sent me this one Okay, this is the black tape, and there's, I've never seen somebody else with this black tape. Most of them are red. They're either clear red or solid red. But Frank was like, yo, he's watching my video, and he's like, y'all don't know about that black tape? I'm like, what you mean, this black tape, bro? What do you, what, what? And he's yeah. like, hey, I'm gonna send y'all a package, and he sends us the package, and, and from that, I got the black tape from my collection. I got, like he said, it, it was an unrelated bone thing. He just sent us a bunch of Stony Burke stuff. And it, and it had a, a small piece. And some people brush that off like, nah, that was just the song. But you know, we talked to like Diego Hodge, Diego Black, uh, who was with Stony Burke. And he's like, no, nah, that was, they were gonna take the other unreleased faces death shit at that time and try to put out another album and try to line it up with like the art of war or something like that and try to replicate what they did in 95, which is they re-released faces of death, tried to drop it at the same time as Eternal they wrote a super wave because people confuse bone for bone. They're going to look for this eternal. They get faces of death and faces of death ends up charting on fucking billboard. So they were going to try to do this again with a thing called sons of assassins. And we uncovered this whole story. Now that's a minor thing that half the fans won't care about. That's either something that you think is awesome or you're like, who cares, bro? And the number two thing that we wanted to learn about besides Faces of Death was we wanted to know about the Knight Riders, like to get some official Cecil's busy bone in that Vlad interview over there. Look at him. <laughs> we oh, hey, to get it some... was bone stuff. It was bone stuff, okay? I was looking at yeah, yeah. it. Was, it was... Well, we, we wanted to know about Knight Riders and like that Mo Hart interview. He, he gave us like 25 minutes explaining the whole history of Knight Riders. Cause that scene, it was, like nobody, everybody knew the Night Riders, everybody liked the Night Riders, but nobody knew. And so Mo Hart was part of it. And he even went so far as to explain the behind the scenes of getting ready to perform and and the whole the whole roster behind it, the roster changes. Cause that was another confusing thing was nobody knew like who, who exactly is in the Night Riders. Well, we got to get it firsthand. So they, 
you know, people say, why don't you interview Bone? Well, we interviewed Mo Hart and we got some, some info about the Knight Riders that, you know, nobody knew. And that was great. Like, I felt like we got to close, close the, the, there's like all these unopened or unclosed chapters that are in our minds that, of things that never got answered. And we're getting Dude. a lot of closure. Crazy Bone isn't going to want to come on and talk for 25 minutes about the fucking Knight Riders, okay? <laughs> like, that's that's just me being real. Like, that's the thing that other people don't think about is, like, cra Crazy Bone doesn't want to talk about that shit. I mean, not really. Like, that's not something that's, like, on his, his agenda, you know? So it's, like... Again, I'll double down on. I, I would, I would interview and love to interview every member of Bone. I think that Beyond the Harmony would give any one of them the best interview that they've received because we're actual fans that are invested into the craft, that are invested into the, into the what we call the Bone Thug universe. And so I think we would give them the best interview because we we wouldn't hit them with the same bullshit. And at the same time you know even though the perception isn't always there we're not on some like vlad shit so we know how to go into the interview with bone and respect what should and shouldn't be talked about yo what is up guys this is Danny again and i hope you enjoyed part one of behind the minds of beyond the harmony or as cecil west called it <laughs> beyond the beyond that's right we have more on the way with my special guest Cecil West and Jonathan Lippy from the Bone Thug podcast Beyond the Harmony. Check out the rest. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Hi, this is Ron with MyUncleBuysHouses.com, and I buy houses for cash. If you own a house and want to sell it fast at a fair price, call me at 1-833-UNC-BUYS. I can pay cash and close in as little as seven days. I buy houses in any condition, any price range, and any location. I am a private real estate investor who buys several houses a month, and I want to buy more. I buy inherited houses, divorce houses, behind-in-payment houses. I even buy My Tenant Won't Pay the rent houses. Do you own a house that is trashed and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, because I love buying junk houses. I buy vacant houses, abandoned houses, condemned houses, even foreclosure houses. If you own a house and want to sell it fast, go to MyUncleBuysHouses.com or give me a call at 1-833-UNC-BUYS. That's 1-833-UNC-BUYS. Thank you. My Vigilantes family, as always, for checking out my podcast over here at Vigilantes Radio Live. All episodes are available for free download, and you can grab it from either Spricker.com forward slash only one media group, Spotify, CastBox, iHeart's Radio, iTunes, YouTube, the app Podcast Addict, or over at our website which again is onlyonemediagroup.com and that goes for every single show that we've ever aired if you like to request music or send something for me to play email it to vradio at onlyonemediagroup.com that is v as in victor and here's my disclaimer we are genre free we do not judge and we absolutely do not base our opinions on hearsay but facts alone and actually scratch all of that because all of my opinions are always right that's the bottom line this is my show so deal with it 
<laughs> just kidding on behalf of myself denny i appreciate all you guys for tuning in either afterwards or live with us spread the word because sharing is caring we stuck up our game just for you guys and our guests to make sure that you have the best experience here on our show be sure to connect with me on facebook twitter instagram tumblr snapchat tiktok at all social media sites as well as spreaker youtube we always follow back okay well just remember to put yourself into everything that you do and never stop investing in yourself peace love grilled cheese and talk with you later Listening to Vigilantes Radio, the people's choice for quality interviews, art, music, and hot topics. Hosted by Demetrius Houdini Black Reynolds of the duo No Longer the Hero. All episodes of this podcast are available for free download at www.onlyonemediagroup.com. This is a seventh sign regime, Rebirth Worldwide Syndicate exclusive. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. 
Expires April 30th. One-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5hourenergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.